All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, thank you so much for being here with us today. Of course, this is The Void Show. And um, another week, of course, for another new episode on The Void Show. And really, today I'm so excited because you surely have seen what we're speaking about. And I'm excited because you are here because you want to learn new stuff, right? You're here because you want to learn new stuff. Now, remember that um, learning, as we always say, <laughs> it's not yeah. a spectator spot. And so today on The Void Show, I'm joined by the one and only Mr. Andrew Sharkin. Mr. Andrew, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. I'm very glad to be on the on your show. Because as I said, I've had guests from South Africa beautiful. who have taken positions that uh, the society there has some difficulties. Of course, every society, because people have... It's human nature that's the issue, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. in every system. And... Uh, that's really the root of the, the root of all evil, you might say. <laughs> you could say. You know. Now, um, so anyway. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm quite impressed by your, your your resume. I think you have such a long and extensive resume. Uh, you you have a degree in theology, isn't it? I do. Yes, I do. Tell us more about that. <laughs> well, I uh, I have served as a Lutheran pastor, and oh. I'm not doing that right now. But I am very much involved in in that kind of thinking yeah of course i always find room for other points of view yeah but i am a christian and i uh, it means things to me perhaps um uh for example for me christianity is non-racial hmm. yeah a non-racial system it's a non-sexual yeah. system it really is <laughs> Those who espouse racial distinctions or sexual distinctions are not understanding the the faith of Christ. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think so. Of course, an example would be the parable of the Good Samaritan or the Centurion Service, where he um, he tells us that uh, the if you're looking for the truth about people, look to that person. Yeah, Samaritan in, of that time was an outcast in Palestinian Jewish in Jewish uh, circles, hmm. and so you might say that person would be equivalent today to a drug dealer, maybe, <laughs> yeah. or a uh, something like that. You know, a homeless person. Hmm. That person that Christ is referring to in in the Parable of Good Samaritan, that would you if you're going to equate it, that's who you might want to equate it with in today's society. Yeah, yeah. that's what he was talking about. Great. So, so I mean, you just mentioned one thing, one very important thing that I think you've been a pastor before. So, so how did that come about? Uh, you know, and uh, I want us to speak maybe about a matter of a calling again. Uh, how did your journey go as a pastor? Could you please? Uh, I'm not sure I'm understanding what you're asking me. I mean, like your 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 journey as as a pastor in the ministry. Can you tell us more? Well, the ministry. That? Well, yeah. my family was uh, was involved in the church. My sister teaches theology at a Catholic school. She's Lutheran, yeah, like oh, me, fun. but she teaches in a Catholic school and uh, theology. And my mother was a regular. Uh, of course, I suppose you might say, uh, what was your name again? 
Andrew, that's my name. Andrew. Okay, we're both Andrews. Andrew, you say yeah. that I was indoctrinated <laughs> yeah. into the church, I suppose. Yeah. Going yeah. to Sunday school or going to seminary. My mother was a uh, father, were church goers. Yeah. So uh, that is the background that I was sort of indoctrinated with. I guess indoctrinated is maybe it's the wrong, it has a, a word that has negative connotations, <laughs> but it may be true. I just like if you were a Marxist uh, yeah. at the time of the turn of the century in Russia, that was a, uh, by the way, I have a certain attraction to Marxism. Hmm. I have a certain, I mean, socialism. Yeah. I have a certain, um, a certain truth to it, hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, that um, it tries to, eat, social, socialism and Marxism, maybe they don't work too well. Hmm. I grant you that <laughs> on a practical basis. But they do, on, on paper, mm. they try to improve things. They try to equalize, to give everybody a job, everybody a chance at education. Uh, they try to equalize and equalize income. And to me, inequalities of these of income are not good. Mm. I don't think class inequalities or class distinctions, I don't find them particularly helpful. Okay, but that that's great. But uh, I can also see that you know uh, you, you've written quite a lot of books. Uh, I'm I'm looking on your website right now, and I see uh, some uh, about uh, parables of Jesus. Right, you know right. Jesus used uh -huh. uh, parables to teach things. Uh, so, do you want to tell us maybe a lot more about your written books? Well, I've written a number of books, and I'm writing yeah. more. I just completed a book on the Psalms. Oh, no. And um, I, at this point, I have posted my interpretation. I did wrote a book on the parables. Yeah. And um, I posted 41 of these parables, my interpretations, on my website and um, and social media. Yeah. And I'm also posting the gradually the sayings of Christ, my interpretations of these sayings on my social media website. I also wrote a book called Essays on the Christian Worldview, hmm. which is actually sold quite well. Yeah. Uh, four Dutch universities, a university in Germany, and yeah. uh, the entire University of California system. That book has done very well. Uh, the other ones, mm, essays on faith, culture, politics, and philosophy, not as well as essays in the Christian worldview. Yeah. But, but people have bought it, you know. <laughs> Great. Okay, I'm, I don't know if you're going to hear me very well because it's really raining in South Africa right now. But um, are we still okay? Can you, can you hear me without the, the rain? I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, great. Can you hear so, me? Yeah, that's that's great. Okay. We are joined today by uh, Mr. Andrew Shatkin, uh, all the way from New York. So um, right after this, we will be back with him to speak about the current world. Make sure that you stay tuned. The most amazing Thanks again, and of course, I did say that we are joined by Mr. Andrew Shakin, and we are speaking about the world today. Mr. Andrew, 
I'm Andrew as well, and welcome to the show again. Uh, thank you. <laughs> okay, so, you know, we're speaking about the world today. And um, I would guess that, you know, you, you've been around for quite some time to right. differentiate between the past world and the modern mm -hmm. world, like the current world. Right. What would you right. say about the topic, like the world today? The world today? Yeah. Well, I don't believe the world today is much different from any other time. Huh. The problems are similar. Uh, for example, in the past, uh, for a long time, uh, people had slaves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a long time. In the Roman Empire, they had slaves. Uh, yeah. Of course, in America, they had slaves. Uh, yeah. They had slaves in the Caribbean islands. Uh, yeah. So the world today, there are just different manifestations of the problems. And the problem is, let me tell you what I think the problem is today and mm. in all times. Mm. Problems are things like selfishness and greed. People are, I think, I include myself, yeah. uh, Andrew, I include myself in these statements. People are self-driven, yeah. selfish, and devoted to themselves. I believe that's true, don't yeah. you? <laughs> I, I believe so, yeah, of course. <laughs> and so that's the problem. Yeah. And also another problem, certainly in the capitalist system, Hmm. One of the, I think, what I I draw the line in terms. I'm a capitalist. I believe in in, in, in free enterprise, you know, but I also recognize that it, capitalism and the world today is driven by greed. Hmm. People want things as much as they can get for themselves. They want that new car. They want those designer shoes. Whatever they want, they want. You know, and that's I, what drives people. Yeah, I think that's that's great because you know uh, you just mentioned a very important thing like uh, slavery, right? In the past, there was slavery. Well, that was it. Yeah, that was yeah. commercial. See, that had to do. That was the root of that system. Was yes. it was cheap labor and right. and enable people to make more money for themselves. Yeah. Without paying help. So so, um, I was re just reading a book the other day, and you know it also speaks about like slavery in the past and now. And what the author said was that like right now, if you can look, that like it's more of a mental slavery than a physical slavery. Yeah. But what can oh, you say about that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's truth in it. Uh, I think that people, I think the media. Yeah. Andrew has far too much influence on people's thinking. Hmm. Far too much. Uh, as a matter of fact, I hate to say this, but <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that people don't think or can't think. Yeah. But there is less, I think there is less um, critical thinking than a few years ago. And I think it's caused by this media blitz. Wow. Uh, I think so. I mean, um, I'm not saying that it's the left wing or right wing, but in general, we are bombarded by the media with yeah. political slogans. Mm. I have no reason to believe those things. Why should I? <laughs> political slogans have to do with politicians getting money and power. Yeah. Why should I be concerned about that? <laughs> no, I, I, I really do agree with you. I, I, I do really think that, you know, media has such a huge impact on our lives today because do you uh, believe it has fried people's brains <laughs> i think in so. a sense i think yeah. so because you know 
we 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 kind of like are programmed to what we should think, you watch TV, right. um, um, right. you don't really get to choose what you want to watch, and so. <laughs> Um, I think we really are programmed in some other way or, or the other one. So I think that's really great. So how about science? Uh, like science? Science, uh, science now, science has improved. I have to say science has improved people's lives. Of course, yeah. And, and medicine. Yeah. Uh, science is, is, is good. It tries to get at the truth. Uh, for example, science... Um, as I say, science enables us to eliminate certain faulty forms of thinking, such as, I think, uh, such as sexual differences. Now, I'm not sure, and I suppose there's differences between males and females, but not to me. I mean, uh, the I have women friends, and yeah. they're friends. Yeah. I don't really make an issue of their being female. Yeah. I don't think it is an issue to you. Yeah. No, um, I mean, is it? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if I get what you're saying, you you, you mean like uh, you've got woman friends with you? But... Friends, and then, you know, they yeah. just are people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I want to speak about science and Christianity, and I would agree that you all say Christian, right? I am a Christian, and I'm, I'm, I do adhere to the biblical authority of Holy Scripture, that's, that's Genesis beautiful. Revelations. I, I do. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, this is kind of like a challenge. I want to challenge you with something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, you know, when we look at in the scientific world, um, especially on the things that have been discovered, uh, I could agree with you when you say that science does... Um, you know, it, it, it's very helpful to us because it is helpful. what it does. But I could say in particular technology, right? Because we see that it helps our lives and it really makes things so fasten in our lives. But in science, I could speak about astronomy, the field of astronomy, maybe cosmology, mm -hmm. where they would try mm -hmm. to describe um, the origin, the evolution, and eventually the fate of the universe. Okay. So, what do you think about those kind of theories and what the Bible really does say? Do you think that there could be a difference or maybe it's just another point of view? Just share with us your thoughts uh, on that. Okay. Uh, I have to look at the biblical revelation and the yeah. position I take is it's not unreasonable. Yeah. Take something like the creation story in Genesis. Okay, so. uh, first of all, it's gradual. Yeah. We are presented with a gradual sequence, which tallies with the theory of evolution, that there is a gradual process. But I do think that having thought, having looked at the world, looked at myself, looked at other people, I do not believe that I believe there are there is a cause for all events. Hmm. When I look at you, I know you're there. Because you cause yourself to be there. <laughs> you have a body because you, you're, you, you were caught. You, there was a causation factor. Yeah. I, um, I'm talking to you. I'm looking at a couple of bookshelves. And these shelves got here. And the people who wrote those books, they caused, there was a causation. Yeah. So I don't find the story of the, the version of the biblical events totally out of court. I do think that um, things, there's a cause for everything. 
I don't believe I don't believe the world came out of nothing. Of course, <laughs> nothing comes out of nothing. There is nothing that I know of in this world yeah. that comes out of nothing. But, Somebody caused it. I don't know who. I don't know how it happened, but there was a causation event. Yeah. In that sense, the Bible is true. Mm. Another aspect I think it's true, and I think it has a lot of answers to answers a lot of questions for me, is the false story in Genesis two. Now, uh, that false story to me is extremely significant because mm. I know, Andrew. Yeah. I hate to say this, that we're living in an evil world. True. We are living in a world which is run by, by I don't know if the term is evil, I guess that's the way to put it, is run by forces that are selfish, self-interested, uh, as I said, and I suppose they are, uh, in a sense, evil. Yeah. I mean, anybody who looks at the world, there have been six... There have been six genocides in the last hundred years. Yeah, right. You telling me the world is good and people are good? I'm sorry, I don't believe that. I look at what people do to each other. You yeah. know what people do to each other, True. and I don't believe people are particularly good. And therefore, the Genesis story sets about to explain how we got into this situation. Yeah, it provides a reasonable explanation that. I think one of the root causes that, that that story provides the answer for me is, is pride. The the allegory or what happened there, or whatever you just might believe happened there, something happened. And God is telling us that something went wrong. Hmm. It was not meant to be, this world was not meant to be this mess. That's really what they're saying in Genesis 2. Yeah. They are saying, it is the, the author or the writer is saying that um, it was they that Adam and Eve were tempted to to be. They were told you'd be like gods. So yeah. there was an appeal, an unfortunate appeal, Andrew, which is the problem of every human being in this world to their pride. Yeah, they thought they'd be important. Hmm. People want to be important, don't they? True. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the issue that Genesis two provides the answer as to how this terrible situation in the world came about. And I describe it as terrible because it yeah, is. It is terrible, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a world where people uh, beat each other. They, they, do, they do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they push people out of their jobs they, so the person can't earn a living. Yeah. There's all kinds of things people do. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that I don't find human nature. I'll tell you, Andrew, I know this sounds not a, a happy thing to say. And many people in the modern world may disagree with me yeah. and may say otherwise. But when I look at the world and I see what goes on, I say this world is misguided and going and went wrong somewhere. Hmm. I don't know why exactly. Why do people do these things to each other? You've got an explanation. <laughs> um, um, I'm actually going to refer to what your your. I think uh, I was listening to some of the your shows that you did. I, I think it's with Nail, and you know, um, as a Christian, I would really say it's a sin. You know, <laughs> what, what what in what sense? Uh, like um, 
we we live in a world where everyone is has got something to say um everyone wants to uh you know i was speaking about this in my previous show that it's a world where the, the it's, it's full of opinions it right? is. it's full of opinion but do you believe that because someone has an opinion and who has no knowledge or thought to back up that opinion is that opinion worth anything no 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 that of course that's that that's why i'm saying it, it's an opinion right uh, they could right. have something to back up their opinion and and my question was actually in a world like this how do you then now say you've got knowledge because you go on a search engine um literally in three seconds you've accumulated all these opinions everyone has got to say and that's so right. in a world like well, this how do you then now say you've got knowledge and and you know as we all say knowledge is power then you regard that knowledge as being powerful you know well all i could say is i i look at myself and i realize that there are many people in many work in the work they do in the world today they really know quite a bit more about things than me there are people in chemistry that are knowledgeable i am not knowledgeable in chemistry I don't know well, anything. Therefore, yeah. my opinion in that field is worthless. Hmm. I don't have the ability or or genius of Albert Einstein. Therefore, my his opinion on relativity and science is worth worth something. Hmm. My opinion in that area, I'm just being honest, Andrew. I don't believe my opinion is particularly significant in that area. I don't. There are a lot of things I don't know. A whole host of things. Uh, I don't know about uh, a lot of uh, scientific areas. Yeah, I I can't play football and make twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, a lot of things I can. Then my my opinions are not particularly valid. Uh, and therefore, I if I'm going to hear somebody's opinion, I don't believe uh, that uh, we should believe in someone's opinion by someone, frankly, Andrew, who's just shooting off their mouth. I mean. Uh, if that person has real hardcore knowledge yeah. in science in literature whatever yeah. they're doing if they have some real significant knowledge yes i will yeah. listen to that opinion that person knows something yeah but as for the people that don't know anything do you think their opinion is worth anything yeah uh, i don't think so no no yeah <laughs> and yet everybody in our society in the world today in a democratic system let me put it this way Andrew. in our system in the united states do you have a democratic system in south africa yeah yeah you do have one well in a democratic system people have political equality hmm. they have an equal voting right true but that's fine but I mean, that doesn't mean they're equal does it hmm does it mean that person is equal intellectually or no. or in thought no or in their activities it, just because they have political equality no that's really. fine but that doesn't mean that doesn't follow that everybody opinion and thoughts and activities yeah. are are equal they're not are they no <laughs> and of course it depends on their background as well right uh so i i, I really don't think it's they could be maybe intellectually equal or somehow do you believe that many people uh who are not really um i want to say they're not that smart but yeah. to to articulate inequality of 
one's thought, you'd have to be somewhat well-versed in thinking, correct? Okay. So a person who thinks that because they are equal in a political system, a person who draws that conclusion, I, personally, I don't think they know what they're talking about. Huh. Do they? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> well, I mean, I, as I said, I mean, political equality is fine. Yeah. I have the right to vote. It doesn't make me equal in, in, in thinking. Yeah. In, in what I do as a person in life. Yeah. It doesn't make me equal. Hmm. And therefore, I am prepared to concede the fact that many people in what they are doing are, have a greater quality than me. Hmm. They're contributing more to the system. A scientist, yeah. a scientist who is uh, who is seeking to discover cures, yeah, or seeking to discover truth. There, frankly, uh, I find that their work is something that I find worthwhile. I mean, mm. so uh, and perhaps more worthwhile than many other forms of work. Hmm. Well, do you find, let me put it this way? I know this sounds mean or something. Yeah. Do you find that a person, say, who's cleaning the street, their work is as significant as Albert Einstein? Um, well, it could be significant to a certain limit, right? Because um, they, they, they do play roles to other people's lives. So in a life, they play something. But then to relative to Albert Einstein's work, I mean, that's pretty a huge gap in... in you know, uh, the level of significance to how they contribute in That's right, life. how they contribute. That's right. Yeah, great. Do you think there's a reason why a person, a person, say, becomes like a Jonas Salk, finds a cure for polio, and yet another person will be re will only be able to clean the street? Why? I mean, do you think there's a reason for that? Well, um, Lack I, of I talent? You mean like a lack of talent? Well, I, 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 I believe that everyone has a talent, right? And they, they have different ways of contributing to life. Um, there are so many factors that could affect a person's future. You know, we, we cannot predict the future, but we can prepare for it, right? So, so to, to a person who ends at something else, which is different to someone else, a lot of factors that could have happened in their you know, life while they were growing up uh -huh. could really you know, have a, a huge difference. You're right about there. that. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe you think something maybe within they live their in family, an environment with pardon? Something within their family affected their ability to most probably. Yeah, most probably. Most probably. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what do I you think might have affected that person's ability to get beyond a very basic level? Um well I think, you know, there could be a physical factors, maybe like um, an environment that you live in. You know, um, <laughs> I, I mm. once interviewed a biological scientist, and they, they said that you know, in an environment, you are affected by the environment that you live in. Mm -hmm. So, so, so you're not only affected mentally, but also physically. We could find that people who live in very um, hot areas are much more uh, dark skinned than others who live, you know, in 
like well, I don't think I don't think the color of a person. The re- I'm not. I'm, I told you. <laughs> I I I completely reject racial distinctions. Yeah, of course. Of of course. I mean, I think it's a lie. I think it's people use race as a method of controlling and 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 and, and, and I guess controlling. Yeah. Seeking control over other yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, it's yes, true. That, 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 that's true. But you know, I'm just speaking about like uh, physical differences. You know, mm. you could have a certain physical difference because of the environment that you live in, right? Uh, so, 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 yeah. On the other hand, it could be just um, inherited, um, maybe um, lack of something from you know generations to generation. I really do uh, believe that. But uh, really. Um, Racist, uh, racist. I, I don't also. I think racist is used to just have power over people. I don't think it really does. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. People will use race as kind of a sledgehammer. True, very true. Over, over other people. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Okay, great. So, so, um, what kind of music you listen to? <laughs> I like classical music. Classical. I like Bach. I'm a big fan of Johann Sebastian Bach. Ah. Big fan of classical music. Okay. Because so, people differ. I'm not prepared to say that rock music is invalid. Yeah. <laughs> I like certain aspects of rock music. I happen to like this. Okay. This is a matter of uh, what you may be attracted to, yeah. or what you come to know. That's true. That's another factor. That's that's very true. Uh, if you if you don't if with as you said if within your family structure, yeah, you were not introduced to this form of music, yeah, you will not know it. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. Uh, I wanted to play a song, and <laughs> I was okay. I was expecting to, to to challenge you, but now you're challenging me. That's okay. I was okay. expecting that. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm just gonna play a song, and um, okay. Uh, by the time you listen to this, you'll tell me if you love this song. I'm playing it just specifically. Okay, I want to hear especially it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so um, it's it's active worship inception album, uh, war zone. So please do enjoy the song, and right after the song. We'll be back with. Let me put it this way, Andrew. I I'm, I go to church every week. I, I we I go to a gospel church. That's and I do like gospel music. Yeah, this is the gospel music, by the way. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll be back speaking with Mr. Andrew Sutton right after this.
course, that was active worship to Albert in Albert inception, of course, uh, saying to you, War Zone, uh, please do get in touch with us on The Void Show Facebook page. Our handle is at The Void Show with Andrew. And I'm joined today again by Mr. Andrew Shatkin, and we're speaking about the world today. So we are here as well to hear some of your thoughts. Do check our Instagram page so that you can send in your thoughts. And um, yeah, I'm impressed by... <laughs> Uh, our discussion here with Mr. Andrew uh, Shatkin. Welcome to the show again, Mr. Andrew. Happy to do it. And I want, by the way, yeah. Uh, send me uh, uh, the name and a link to your show because I will have you on my show. That's great. I'd be happy to have you. I'll be happy to be there as well. <laughs> so send me send me a link and the name of your show. Okay, great. An email um, address, could you? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm 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 going to do that. Like uh, after the show, great. <laughs> Mm. So um, I'm looking at your, I think this is one of your publications, right? Um, uh, it's a book you were speaking about, like civil, criminal, um, federal, evidentiary. Yes, uh, it's a law book. Labor. Uh, you you want to tell us more about that? I think it's quite interesting. Select legal topics. It's a compilation. It's a, a fairly large book covering most areas of law in the United States. Evidence, family law, yeah. uh, criminal law, uh and employment law and civil rights i think uh i would look everybody andrew everybody wants to push their own envelope huh? i know that <laughs> but i think the book is a decent piece of work yeah yeah like legal topics yes. you know i think it's I think quite you might find it useful yeah 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 so so you, you wrote quite a lot of stuff i mean when did you start writing? Because I see also. I've been writing for, for some on, years. For some pardon? years. For some, I've been writing for some years now. Yeah. Certainly since I came out of co in college. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't say. That's another thing maybe we should talk about. Yeah. The educational system. In Great. The I was States. actually able to speak about that. <laughs> yes. I don't think it's. But I, there's a problem in the educational system in my country. Yeah. And maybe better in yours. <laughs> uh, why do you think so? Uh, yeah, to tell because you about the problems. I have taken note that um, I had a, a sort of a person I got to know when I ran a Muslim young woman in philosophy, and she describes to me what she does in the university. Yeah, and it's extremely advanced work. She's an undergraduate. Hmm. Extremely advanced work in philosophy. Yeah. So I come to the conclusion that in other countries, perhaps. The educational system may be better than the United States. It may be so in South Africa. Huh. I don't like, know. In terms of what, maybe like uh, courses the students are doing? The courses the students are doing, the books they're reading. Huh. Uh, I know that uh, I, I read a lot. I like to read and I yeah. value books. Mm. I set a value on that activity. Yeah. I think books will always remain and print will always remain the vehicles of complex thinking. True. I don't think that's true. ever going to change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, um, for example, I ran into a couple of young people in my country, uh, uh, conversed with them, and they um, they had never heard of Leo Tolstoy, I one of them. I've heard and, of that as well. <laughs> well, it's okay. He's a... Well, yeah. I don't want to be critical then. I yeah. mean, look, Andrew, there's things I don't know. Yeah. So True. when I criticize someone for not knowing something. True. I love that. I, I'm aware that I don't know things. Yeah. yeah. And so 
I have no basis for criticizing. Hmm. So I took note that I hadn't heard a certain I thought basic authors, but you know, I mean, maybe they're just doing other things. <laughs> they're doing uh, computers. Yeah. They're doing business. Yeah, true. They're not doing literature. Yeah. Or philosophy. These are things I like. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's okay. Huh. So, uh, speaking of education, I mean, uh, you know, the the there's a lot of things that I've said about the educational system not being okay. Uh, and I actually had a guest uh, a few months ago where we spoke about you know the educational system in the uh, United States. Uh, not really, not like a, a common to a country, but what it really does, you know, like what the educational system really does. And the challenge was that the educational system only teaches the students what to do, what to That's say, right. what to know, not really how to think of these things, how to think of the evidence, how to, uh, how to do things, you know, only what to do. What do you say about that? Well, I, I think you're right. There is less, uh, there is less uh, critical thinking. Uh, critical taught in this critical yeah. thinking taught in the schools, hmm. and I think the root of the problem is that critical thinking can only come about. My personal opinion: hmm. if you read a lot, if you don't read a lot, no, that's my personal true. opinion, you're not going to be able to use your mind. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry; it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> you will be able. You know, there's a statement that says uh, leaders are readers. So. <laughs> I don't think a person, if unless they read uh, books, yeah, I don't think their minds will develop. I, yeah. I don't think so. Not true. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but uh, <laughs> but maybe they're doing other things. They don't have time. They have to get a job. Yeah, they have to. Uh, there's other factors that that bring about this situation. They may be have to learn technology and science in order to get employment. And they can't do other things like I just described. Yeah, that, that's true. But on the other hand, the price of that system, this techno technology business system, the tech, the, the 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 price of that system is the person's inability to critically think. I believe so. Oh, that's, that's that's true. The price our society pays. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it takes us back to uh, the point of equality again in society, right? We want equality, yeah. Don't we? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. As I said, I mean, the capitalist system, yeah, does encourage or bring about this economic inequality. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> And I don't think that's good, personally. I yeah. don't. I don't particularly favor that. Huh. So in that sense, Andrew. I know it's going to sound like I'm some sort of communist, and I'm not. But I'm saying the socialism, on paper and in theory, and Marxism have their valid points in theory. Mm. Maybe not in practice. I grant yeah. you that. But in theory, they attempt to equalize. Mm. Mm. So, so, uh, what do you think could be done, maybe to, you know? Bring this equality in in society. Very difficult. It's very difficult because um, some people in every society with the United States have greater economic advantages from their inherited wealth in their family. Yeah, right. Or whatever. 
they have innate advantages within their background. So it's very difficult to equalize. Yeah. I think this, this is, I think is a valid point that a person who does not have a great deal, of, a great deal of money in our society is extremely hampered. Hmm. I think so. I believe so. How, I believe, what are some of the that, in, in the United States about unemployment? Do, do you some, it, some of the what? I mean, like, uh, um, unemployment information in the United States? You mean unemployment? Yeah. I don't know the statistics. Yeah, yeah. But I know that I say this, I want to be fair. Yeah. And I think it's true. People who are in poverty or who do not have a great deal of funds, I believe they are hampered. Is it? That's my opinion. I think their 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 potential to advance in our system or in any system, yeah, is very limited. Hmm. Well, Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I do think so. Yeah, it could be very limited, right? So to a certain extent, yeah. It's very difficult for a person who doesn't have funds to advance in any system. So funds could, could be one of the problems, right? As you just saying. That is one of the problems. A person yeah. that, look, I say this, Andrew, it's, I, I hate saying it. Yeah. It doesn't make me happy. But people who do not have money do not get anywhere. No, that's, that's my true. opinion. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's it. You know, there, there's a statement that says, uh, however, um, that poverty is a... Uh, mind state. Do you agree with that? Agree with what? Like the the statement that people usually say, you know, that poverty is a mind set. Poverty, mindset. yes. I mean, oh, I yeah. think uh, that uh, there is a, a emotional and intellectual factor connected with poverty, but I believe the reality is that people who are who are who whose whose family is deprived in money yeah i believe their lives are extremely difficult yeah especially in the current world right <laughs> yeah. yeah i think there i think a person who does not have funds in our society yeah i, I think this is the reality nobody wants to talk about it everybody yeah. wants to say that the opportunities are there maybe they are maybe i don't know yeah <laughs> do you think they are for a person who's poor uh well there could be there could be some opportunities, but uh, to, to to a certain extent, opportunities are more given to you know people who, who have money and all stuff who are already having things. But uh, I, I think in a caring environment, in a caring uh, leading system, then there could be opportunities for for people in deprived areas. Uh, what do you think about that? But, but in people in poverty who are born into poverty, their family situation. Yeah. And their circumstances prevent them. Those factors prevent them from getting out of that poverty. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, I, guess I, think it's very I think it's very difficult. Yeah. I know people want to believe the world is, is, is everybody has the same chances. I don't think so. <laughs> I really well, don't. Which also uh, goes back to the point of environmental. Uh, yeah you know, uh, factors. The environment's very important. For example, a person who's born in a a poor neighborhood, their images they are presented with are are images like a fancy car. Yeah. A uh, having 10 girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. 
True. Uh, the images of what what they're offered don't help them too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their families may be dysfunctional. The father may be a drug dealer. True. Uh, those circumstances, I think, can greatly affect a person's opportunities no, that's to very true. launch themselves out of that situation. Yeah. Very difficult. Hmm. So, so you you spoke about philosophy a little. Uh, do you want to speak about that a little more, maybe? Well, I um, I believe I think in a certain sense, the older system of education had its points, uh, where certain authors of the past were assigned and read. It could be Charles Dickens. It could be uh, whatever you want to name. I believe that system, in certain sense, gave people better chances in literature, philosophy, mm. such as Plato or Aristotle or people like that. I think knowing those people and reading them, those that kind of education, which I just described in literature and philosophy, I believe yeah. raises people's up raises people up intellectually. Mm. I think it does. Hmm. I think people are raised up by reading those things. Yeah, their minds are expanded. Wow, that's that's interesting. Hmm. But as you say, I mean, people have to earn a living. Yeah, they can't spend time reading uh, some ancient author. I uh, have to be practical. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, definitely, you know, if you want to expand your uh, knowledge about the world you're living in, um, literature is a good thing. I mean, reading. It's, it's I think so. Because, you know, uh, reading someone's book is like, um, it's just a, a thing like this, but it's the knowledge of the author that they allocated all these years in their growing. And they just put it for you in a book. And so, you know, if you just read a book, you're reading someone's thousand years. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. I think reading, I think the day that people stop reading books... Yeah. Which it seems to be what's happening. Huh. It appears to be what is occurring. That's that will bring our society down, down, down. That's my personal opinion. Hmm. Or better put, it will place people in a form of intellectual darkness. Hmm. That's my opinion. People, it, the day that books are not read is the day I don't want to see happen. But do, do you think, like, um, as time goes by, like people? Uh, stopping to write books will stop writing i mean you mean like uh you think people are now uh stopping to write books i think i think i i think a lot of people write books actually yeah maybe more people write them than read them yeah <laughs> a lot of people write books that's yeah. true a lot, a lot there's a lot of self-publishing yeah yeah there yeah. is there's a lot of people write books but i'm not sure that many people read books Really that I'm true. not so sure of. No, that's that's true, eh? That, that, that's and I think true. that the the day people stop reading books, our society, first of all, you the 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 political forces will be able to manipulate people. They will be unknowledgeable. They will not have the ability, as you say, to critically think. Yeah. And they will be manipulated by possibly evil f political forces seeking power. So do you think more easily? Um, do you think like uh, this critical thinking skills, where do people, I mean, 
Is there any way people can acquire the critical thinking skills? I think as I say, somewhere out there that can find. Okay, I I say this, and maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm willing to say I I don't claim to to have all answers to everything. That would be absurd. Yeah, I mean, because I know that many people, as I said, are smarter than me. Yeah, and know more. In many yeah. areas, yeah. Jonas Salk, yeah. Albert Einstein, for starters, and many others. Mm. Stephen Hawking, just to name a few. Yeah. But I do think that um, critical thinking and the correct and correct thinking comes from reading good books. Yes, that I do think so. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, um, today we joined, of course, by Mr. Andrew Shatkin. And we are speaking about the world today. Um, our discussion is very interesting. So um, please do. Uh, we are keen as well to see some of your thoughts on all our social media platforms. Um, it's at Andrew, The Void Show with Andrew on The Void Show. So uh, please find us on Facebook there. Active FM. Radio has never been better.